Fast Forward Podcast, episode 14, Simba's Pride. <laughs> well done. Yes, uh, with me as always are my pals, Colin Harmon. Hello there. And Wes Allen. More phenomenal. Nice. <laughs> we are so happy to join you guys once again to talk about all the things of yore, and we have some yummy, delicious things to talk about. But first, guys, uh, how, was, how was your summer, how did you spend your summer vacation? Oh, summer vacation was fantastical. Uh, I guess. I mean, I didn't have to go to school, so that's a super big perk. Yes. Um, But unfortunately, because they call me like an air quotes adult now, I don't get to also just stay home either. I have to still go to work. Yeah. And then if you miss work, it's like it it costs you. (sighs) They get so mad. They get so mad. Uh, I I went to Happy World Land. You did? Yeah. But all we did was ride the monorail (laughs) and I was very mad. (laughs) No. I didn't go into the beach, though. It was quite nice. It was very luxurious and relaxing. Good. Good. Uh, any beach time for, for you, Wes? I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Wes stayed indoors and avoided all contact with sun. <laughs> As usual. Uh, so I, I had a mole removed from my chest oh. and replaced that with a uh, – I think that's a nipple. With about 10 uh, – excuse me, about 10 stitches. If you listen closely, this yeah. will be the soundtrack of Corey scratching it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is the life of an adult. <laughs> this, is, this is what you have to look forward to, yeah. kids. If any kids listen to our podcast, yeah. they know well, exactly what the 80s and 90s were. Uh, it was not. The test results were A-OK, but they did want to, to you know, get rid of it just in case. And they are glad that they did. I worry so, about those cancerous nipples. Yeah. They, you know, it's funny you say that, that my <laughs> – because my wife called it my third nipple. It was on my chest. Oh, your so, nipple. And uh, also my like brother – Like a total recall? Yeah, yeah, basically, uh, but less sexy, uh, oh, naturally, and more realistic. Wow, uh, <laughs> it's everything we wish it was. Anyways, but anyway, yeah, uh, and my siblings called it my third nipple. Got made fun of for a very long time. It's finally gone. So wow. now I'll have just a giant scar. So it's like you Did have you some keep freedom. <laughs> I actually, I actually wanted to keep it. So that's uh, what's in that jar right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't drink that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I thought it was active cooler. <laughs> Yeah, similar color. Uh, by the way, I'm glad that you are still bringing in your ecto cooler. I know. Yeah, I got to keep the party going. Yeah. Slurping it out of a faux yeti right now, which yeah. is he very is. impressive. Arctic. Yeah. yeah. Um, enjoy the diabetes. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, life as an adult isn't always ex- as exciting um, when you have that summer vacation because uh, you know you still have to work and it's just like every other day. The great thing is is that traffic is down. So that's for now, awesome. For another week. Well, yes. But it did get us thinking, hey, school was a big part of our lives in the 80s and 90s. So we're going to talk about all things that we, we think of when we think about school, mm-hmm. especially in the 90s for us. Uh, the, the nostalgic things about, about school that were kind of specific to the 90s may kind of still occur now. Uh, but we'll get into that uh, in a second. First, we've got to go over the news in A Recurrent Affair. Yeah. Man, I love that. Uh, there's a ton of news that's come out that like pertaining to throwback things. So, yeah. I mean, Oodles we're just going to dive news. into it and hopefully we can do this quickly. Nintendo has decided to come out with a new console, a new old console, yeah. preloaded with a bunch of old school NES games. And, and it's the exact. size of your hand. And it's like 60 bucks. It's 
worth it. That's pretty awesome. It has yeah. like Punch Out and all the mm-hmm. Mario's. I'll probably pick it up. I mean, yeah. I have most of those games, but this will work a lot more consistently, and yeah. it's HD. That's and you don't have part. to blow into the cartridges, hopefully. Yeah, because yeah, there isn't any. Yeah. Well, just blow into the of. USB drive. Yeah. I got, hey, I got to blow into something. It's not going to be the. Okay, we'll get you uh, a straw and a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a grand old time. <laughs> but then, magically, Sega came out and said that they're coming out with basically the same thing. Us too! Yeah. So they're going to have all the Sonics and a bunch of the other crappy Genesis games that none of us played. Yeah. Um, because we all just played Sonic on that <laughs> console. And all the Earthworm games that Gem. were on both. Uh, Earthworm Gem. That's yeah. a good... Yeah. And uh, Toe Jam and Earl. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that one's on the new console. Booger but... Man. Mm. <laughs> that was Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's great news, and I think if they sell well, they'll continue to do things like that, and hopefully they'll come out with, like, expansions and more games and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's a good idea. See how it works out. Yeah. It should be very interesting. The next thing is MTV has decided, in the popularity of nostalgia, to create their own throwback channel, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, and they're playing old-school 80s and 90s MTV classics like yeah. Real World and they're going to play and TRL actual music videos. and actual <laughs> music videos. Imagine that. Uh, so I think that's pretty fascinating because, I mean, I watched MTV even though I wasn't allowed and watched a ton of it. Yeah. So, I wasn't allowed either. It, uh, it was all because of Beavis and Butthead. You are. Yeah. I mean, 31, that's what it was for me. Remember um, that. Oh, man, I don't even remember the, the red box. I mean, It might have been 27 or 28. Uh. Then it was 50 for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. I think I'll try to well, I'll try to check it out if I ever get and you know any cable. But yeah, yeah I don't I have heard cable. immense rumor that they even talked about making an Apple TV app for that, that would be sweet. channel specifically, so that you could kind of like the retro sh- uh, channel, whatever that was, that was on TV. Uh, I guess it was technically a website, but there was that retro channel that was a website that they played all the old uh, Nickelodeon shows and that kind of stuff. They got oh, shut yeah, down by Nickelodeon. Called? I don't remember what it was I called, what was but uh, either either way, uh, I, there was rumor of that. I don't know how substantiated that is, but that would be super nice. Did you guys ever want to be on the real world? No. I wanted to be <laughs> no? on real <laughs> world right. Hawaii because I felt like uh-huh. it was a real vacation one. Like I feel like a lot of them was like real yeah. world Austin. I'm like, who wants to go to Austin? Like, <laughs> Austin's a pretty cool place now, but yeah. it was not then. Oh, that's like, that's a good then, point. Like, or like <laughs> New Orleans. I'm like, why would I want to go to like the armpit of Earth to go to like <laughs> the real world, like the worst world? No offense to those of you who listen from New Orleans. Because you already know that that's where it's <laughs> <is>. true. <laughs> but I mean, I, I watched a lot of the real world, you know, and the, I, I think what's great about the real world Back then, it's just it was actually real. There was a. It was like <laughs> clever name. I'm sorry. I, I, let me explain what I mean by actually real. In that there was a line that suddenly was drawn, and I, it was somewhere around seasons nine, ten, eleven, where they stopped casting ugly people, and <laughs> then suddenly we were just casting supermodels. They let them over to road rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you can be ugly. Um, <laughs> And it got so, and then it, then the fakeness of it really exuded. I mean, I'll never know how fake it was, but yeah. uh, real world for a bit there was actually it seemed a lot more real. They had people who were not the best looking and not the best personality wise, but then MTV's sure. like, wait a second, people like to look at beautiful people fight all the time. We can so, make more money making beautiful people argue. Yeah, after the break. <laughs> so just. Off the top of my head, Real World Seattle and Real World New Orleans were my two favorites. Okay. And I definitely wanted to be on the Real World. 
Yeah. I'm like, man, as soon as I get to college. By the time I got to college, I'm like, man, I hate MTV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not MTV anymore. <laughs> Let's see. Which one do I want to do next? Okay. So there's a new TV show out that's on Netflix that is very – Are we going to talk about Stranger Things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How did you know? <laughs> um it is very retro, even though it's a brand new show. I I've only seen the first episode. I watched it all in one day. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Wow. Did you really? No, oh, <laughs> I okay. feel like I basically. Did. No uh, I wish I had. I, I really want to watch more of it. The first episode was really riveting, and I love the soundtrack to it. It really adds to the tone of you know it's set in the early '80s, mm-hmm. and I mean obviously the wardrobe and all that stuff adds to it, but the music that they put against it and. The title intro with the throwback kind of uh, typeface and graphic. The design aesthetic with it is so spot on. It's yeah, such it's really like good. the Stephen King vibe. and Very just, much so. Really uh, it makes me melt. feels and kind like of, butter. I guess like the, the, the poster for it or whatever, they, I mean it looks – you know, it, it's drawn on like it would be like an 80s movie poster. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kid actors are so good. They're great. And I've mentioned in a past podcast how much I loved Super, Super 8, 8 yeah. because of how well they casted the children and how much I hate the trend of ch- casting kids and thinking like, oh, they're just kids. It's OK if they suck at acting. They'll be so cute. But I mean it's just – this is another example of how you can – there are kids out there that are just are spot on and these kids yeah, are It's such great. like a Goonies E.T. Stand By Me vibe. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. So that will be really exciting. I haven't watched any of it yet other than the trailers, but um, I plan to um, – Absorb an entire weekend of watching it through, maybe multiple times if there's enough time in the day. I don't know which Haley enjoys more is watching the show or watching me watch the show <laughs> because I just get so excited. I have so much fun watching it and I'm just, ugh, so good. How far into it are you? I finished. Oh, it, wow. it's, it's eight episodes, so yeah. it's not too much of a binge, but yeah, it's good. They've so already good. announced the season two, right? Like they say they're going to do a season they two. They want to do be a sequel. more seasons. So that doesn't even mean oh. just season two. Hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like they can just carry it on as long as they want to. I don't feel like they've kind of locked themselves into like a specific storyline or anything like that. I mean, um, does it seem like they're going to do like the same the same characters or would it be? Probably. Like a- they kept it very open-ended. Okay. But yeah, there's not a whole lot of closure, but it's not a thing you're going to be mad about or well, anything. But I, I feel like the issue might be, and this is the issue with every show that includes children, is that kids grow up really fast. Wait. And if you if you keep them going through out of series, I mean, it's going to be really difficult once they start going through puberty and get a little older. They start to lose their charm. Their, their characters start to change, and their acting starts to change. And it's very difficult. It's like you know, like with uh, just Malcolm in the Middle, since I mentioned it earlier. Once those kids, and you know, once Frankie Muniz got like out of middle <laughs> school and high school, it's just he kind of became a jerk as opposed to <laughs> like an adorable smart kid. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you know it was filmed here in Georgia? I did not know that. It was filmed yeah. in like uh, Jackson. Jackson, yeah. yeah. Cool. Not far from here. So hopefully around like the fall time, I'm going to go down there and see if they're see- filming season two. Mm. That would be nice. I would, I would love to just see the atmosphere because they have to like make everything 80s vibe yeah. and everything like that. So that it, would be fun to see. It, I mean it's clear they went a, a long way into making sure it looks like authentic, yeah. so authentically much, throwback. So much wood paneling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much. It's appropriate though. Another thing that's kind of sweeping the country that is very retro is uh, Pokemon Go. Talk about, oh, I thought we were going to talk about Stranger Things. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Pokemon Go. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Pokemon Go. It is 
all the things for every person. It, it's kind of insane how people have – and I, I can't really put together why it's so popular. I don't know. Other than I can only share my own story. Okay. So I never got into Pokemon. I always felt like that was – It was a little that. past our time. Yeah, it was a little, bit, same. a little bit younger and I, you guys probably had the same experience like in middle school and high school. Pokemon Pokemon was a thing that the younger kids did. It was yeah. not something yeah. that, that we did. So I never – once touched anything Pokemon, and uh, it was a death threat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> and I heard about the game the day it released, and I just thought it was a really cool concept. So I was like, okay, I'll download it, and I got sucked in. Yeah, and I personally play it. I love it, and I told my wife about it, and now she plays it. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us were Pokemon fans growing up, but it's still so much fun to play. That That's play awesome. It. Yeah, I have yet to download it because I know that I'll obsess about it and I'll lose like all the value that I yeah. can add to the world. <laughs> I, I'm in that same thing. That. I have such an addictive personality. It's like I, can, I won't even try. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I mean it is a lot of fun, and yes, it is addictive. But the thing is, and what makes it different, is it gets you out of the house. Yeah. I mean there, there have already been some times where – um, my wife and I, we'd be, you know, it'd be a Saturday, and it's like, well, we could watch Netflix. Hey, let's go and walk around <laughs> campus because we live near a college campus. Let's go walk around campus and, yeah. you know, uh, catch some Pokemon and go to Pokestops. And- yeah, we live right near like a certain part of town that has a lot of restaurants and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And oh my gosh, we, we'll just go up there to walk up there and watch people catch Pokemon. There was one time <laughs> we were up there walking up and down the street, apparently like loiterers at this point, but. We were just like counting how many people we saw that were playing Pokemon, how many people weren't, and it was like 150 to seven <laughs> that were playing Pokemon that were, n- and yeah. we were two of the seven probably. It was really crazy. It was. It's such a phenomenon. Well, another thing that's great about it is it like this is something I don't think I would see otherwise. Is I would go to a park around where we work during lunchtime because I know that there are three Pokestops within one spot that you could just stand. <laughs> And so does everybody else. So I go down there and it's at a picnic table. You just sit at the picnic table and there are people of all ages and races and genders just sitting together playing Pokemon together and like striking up conversation and talking to each other. And it's like, wow, especially during this time, that is really cool. And one kid, one teenager was talking about how he befriended one of the policemen that patrol the area because the policeman plays it too. That's amazing. Um, So I – I love it just for that. I mean, take the Pokemon aside. I just think it's been a really cool phenomenon bringing people together. Yeah. I feel like Dis. I mean, uh, I feel like Nintendo has done that a lot because it's like they when they came up with the Wii, it's like what a novel concept. You can get up and like move around while you're playing right. vi- video games. Mm-hmm. And now it's they took that idea even further to actually get out of your house and do that kind of thing. That's a very so good think, point. Yeah. Unfortunately, the company that runs it, Niantic, uh, they used this company because they already had uh, a game called Ingress that was basically the same game, but they tweaked it a little and you know branded it for Pokemon. And that's why they kind of reached out to them because they already had the data kind of across the world gotcha. of different places that they could put gyms and Pokestops and all that stuff. Um, but unfortunately, this company just is notorious for how much they don't care about the customers. So <laughs> there's a lot of glitches in the game and a lot of things that – were available in the first week, but then they took them away altogether because they kept glitching so much instead of fixing them. And then on top of that, they're not responding at all, like not talking wow. to customers. Uh. And like so there's just huge controversy because this company is just completely ignoring everybody's complaints and they're just doing what they want. Every, with every update, they take away something else that everybody loves. So 
It's like uh, reverse Christmas. <laughs> it really is. People are getting very upset. But um, they might be in trouble because with the popularity of this thing, other things are going to pop up. Like yeah. Other, you know. Copycat type Copycats things. absolutely are going to pop up. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. And sorry to those who are big Pokemon fans and expected us to talk about how much we liked Pokemon growing up. But uh, I do – I will tell you we were scrolling through Netflix and uh, TV shows and uh, one of the Pokemon things came up and they had the creatures – a few of the creatures on there. And my wife and I were like, hey, it's Bulbasaur and Squirtle <laughs> and Charmander. And like we – before that, we did not know any of the names. Charizard. <laughs> and I've actually thought about maybe maybe possibly watching an episode to see what all the craze was about you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's enough about Pokemon Go. And then uh, there's this one thing that we keep talking about every <laughs> podcast, it seems, um, in some way, shape, or form, and that is – the Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. And I know Wes and I have seen it. Colin, have you seen it? I have it? not. Apparently I need to crawl out of my gravel hole. You really <laughs> do. What are you actually watching television? You're living your own life. And, um, <laughs> what are you eating? Just busy doing? living, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must be going outside and stuff. I know. I'm not going to like vote myself off this podcast here pretty soon if I don't keep up. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, if you've listened to previous episodes, we've talked about how our theories of like the, the trailer might not reflect the movie because you know we trust in the in Paul Feig or Feig. I, mean, I don't know if I ever figured out how to pronounce his name. I don't Wilson know McCarthy Fijay. and Kristen Wiig and all. You know, I discovered something interesting about Paul. He was in heavyweights. He was the skinnier oh, yeah? uh, counselor. Oh man, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. So him and Judd Apatow go way back. Interesting. And everything. So like, I did not know that. Like I was watching something and he, I'm like. Gosh, why does he look so familiar? And I looked at his IMDb, and sure enough, that's him. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's a fun factoid. Yeah. It is. Anyways, um, go ahead. Yes. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> this, this – I'll go ahead and say my opinion of it. I, I saw Ghostbusters, um, I think, it's the week after it opened and came in there knowing that the trailers were not that good but still having some hopes pretty high. Sure. So I feel like I had an appropriate level of expectation for it. And uh, – I was not disappointed. I, I came hmm. in and from the very beginning, from the opening scene, I was laughing and it's a fun movie. I think the um, all the actors did a wonderful job. Like I was very impressed with all four of them and how they can carry comedy and their timing. And you know, a lot of that has to do with the editing and directing too. But I mean the performances were fantastic and I think – you know, while it's not going to be a mind-blowingly game-changing movie by any stretch, as long as you're not trying to compare it to the old one and take it for what it is, which is like a, a really good retelling of a story that has some good callbacks to the previous series, if you sit, allow yourself to sit back and enjoy it, it's mm-hmm. a really, really fun and funny movie. Okay. So where does it fall on the Corey continuum scale on like a <laughs> 1 to 10? Where would you rate it? Um, I'd give it a solid 7. Okay. A seven to seven and a half. Okay. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm very biased. Um, I grew up being obsessed with the original two movies, the animated series, the toys, Ecto Cooler, all of that. So, like, I'm very biased by it. But it's like, I thought it was a ton of fun, and I really enjoyed it. And does it hold a candle to the original? No. But even in Ghostbusters two, with all the original cast, they couldn't even hold a candle to it. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't That's really right. blame. Uh, anything in this situation, but I personally just loved it, and it's very controversial. It, this movie turned a lot of stereotypes on their heads. It, despite its flaws, I feel like that was one of the most redeeming qualities of it. And um, 
which is, of course, is what made it controversial in the first place. Mm. Uh, is this movie going to win over the haters? Not no. at all. <laughs> uh, but They're still downvoting somewhere. Yes. But yeah, it has a ton of repeat value to me. It's like I yeah. feel like that's going to slide right that's into good. my regular movie rotation mm-hmm. around Halloween time, which is when it's going to come out on video. Yeah, Art. awesome. So Art. it's going to have like a good second win to I it. I think that's a great point. I, I the, the next day when I was thinking about the movie, I was just like, you know, I want to see that again. And I think that's a great representation of how good a movie is. Mm-hmm. It's like if I want to see it again, there's a lot of movies where I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. I don't ever want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those are usually typically more intense dramas. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Movies like The Revenant and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Just like, the they're so good yeah. movies, but I don't know if I'd ever watch yeah, them again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but this one is like, man, that was just so much fun. I like just thinking of every scene, everything that made me laugh. It's like, I want to see it again. Well, that's good. I'm excited so. to see it. I saw somebody complaining that they were, that the cast was full of SNL characters, which I thought was hilarious. Because, complaining about that? Yeah, because that's what the whole entire original one was. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that was pretty great. That's hilarious. Dude, Kate McKinnon was amazing. She was fantastic. Like anytime, she was a highlight. Anytime they showed the four of them together, I couldn't stop staring at her because Absolutely. she was always making like a funny face or doing something that was just hilarious. That's great. Chris Hem- Hemsworth was great. <laughs> yeah. he, he's so stupid. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like I'm oh, surprised that he – I'm surprised he did such a good comedic role because mm-hmm. that's typically not what he does at all. Yeah. He's always entertaining when he is on SNL. I don't know if you've ever watched it. When oh, I haven't host, seen him. In a... He does a good job. Well, with um, with actors that are typically dramatic actors, a great way to put them in a comedy is to make them the opposite of what they really are. Mm-hmm. Um or what they're typically viewed as. So uh, Chris Hemsworth obviously comes in and, you know, he's beautiful, he's gorgeous or whatever. But he is, like, so dumb that it brings him down a level. And I think that's what makes it kind of funny and and people can laugh at it. Okay. There are a great number of cameos in there that are are great, too. Mm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that on the news. Again, uh, it was jam-packed. And on to... Our topic of the day, uh, like I said, there are a lot of kids going back to school at this time of year. And I know, <laughs> yes, I know for me that back to school is always exciting because it's like I get to see all my friends again and go to new classes. And then that lasts about a week. And then I'm then looking forward to summer again. Uh-huh. But what were some of the things in specifically – and we're not talking summer here. Right. So it's like specifically school-related, school-time-related that you guys loved and enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, I know for me, the most exciting part about school, and really it's something I still obsess about, is uh, I love school supplies. I don't know what it is, but like a really nice like tape dispenser with the weighted sand at the bottom or like being able to get like a really good pencil. Like I have so many pens and pencils. It's you pretty do. much problematic. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad. Like problem. a nice marker set or things like that. I just love it. Like I absolutely love the school supplies thing of like getting a great trapper keeper and like mm-hmm. being able to store all your erasers and things like that and like extra lead that you never use, you just lost and like things like that. I just loved it. I, I feel like that, that was like the only redeeming part about going back to school is be like, okay, let's go get the school, the school supplies. And yeah. they tried to make school supplies like fun. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, like stuff. yeah, it's like you wanted to get whatever pop, pop culture icon was like on their book bag or lunch mm-hmm. ba- box yeah. or something like that. Like my Jansport. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I loved getting a new lunch box. Yeah. Like that this, was the highlight. Like, like in elementary school, you know how they had that theme of just like the, either the plastic lunch boxes and they were like kind of sparkly, yeah. like literally, glittery, glittery, <laughs> uh, literally, literally glittery. And then they would have, yeah, ooh, um, 
Yeah, and then they'd have like a you know a, a scene from a movie or a cartoon or something yeah. on it. Uh, and they had that, that thermos inside. The, yeah, and the matching yeah. thermos. Man, I love those. What was the highlight <laughs> lunchbox that you feel like? Um, oh, I, okay. There were two of them. One of them was uh, I really wanted a Where's Waldo lunchbox, and you my never mom, find it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, you're full of them today. Wait, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> Ask your mom. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I asked my mom for that lunchbox a thousand times, and she finally got it for me. And oh, I was just so proud of that thing. The coveted. Uh, and lunchbox. then, of course, once I found Waldo once on it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. now it's yeah. a, a bunch of people on it. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of random people on a lunchbox now. <laughs> <laughs> but my, the other one that really, for whatever reason, sparks that nostalgia in me is my Aladdin one. Oh. And it was a blue, glittery. Aladdin lunchbox and it had the genie on it and Ooh. it was like a scene when the genie like pops out of the lamp and Aladdin's there and they're in the cave or whatever. Uh-huh. Loved that thing. And do you remember the smell those things emitted? Mm-hmm. I know that's yeah. really yeah. specific. Yeah. Like yeah. the delicious smell of formerly heated government plastic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's very specific smell. Yeah. I had, I had, of course I had a Ninja Turtle one. I had a Jurassic Park one. Uh, I think my favorite one was a Batman Returns one and it was like extremely elaborate and over the top. It kind of looked like you were concealing a bomb or something in it. <laughs> it was like insane looking. Like you would probably not be able to bring it into any school now because it looks like you're concealing a weapon. What, what about book bags? Yeah. Did, did you like have anything like on your book bag? You know, I, good. sorry, I, well, I just, I, the only thing I ever did was I took a whiteout pen and yes, I would I was draw say. <laughs> all over it. Yep. Uh, yours were probably way better. Mine was my terrible handwriting and I couldn't draw any pictures. So. I don't remember what I used to write though or draw. It was it was always writing. I don't think I ever drew oh, really? anything. I don't remember what I was writing. I about. think I was – I used to draw with a whiteout pen on the five-star binders. Oh, like okay. I was five draw star. like band names and stuff like that. Oh, like yeah. Green Day and uh, – I did draw a lot of band names. Spin Maybe that's Doctors. I would write like Incubus <laughs> in a cool like graffiti-looking yeah. font. Right. <laughs> Uh, I know. I know with girls, the females, and I was just drawing for my sister. The Lisa Frank stuff yeah. was super was huge, huge. Just yeah. the bright it's like colors, jumping out of a rainbow. <laughs> yeah, the ropey stuff was huge, like Hello Kitty and everything. Yeah. That was uh-huh. a big thing back then. That was like right about when it changed from Hello Kitty to Karopi at that point. Which it's funny, just growing up in America, these are the things that we like latch onto and nostalgia. Just the amount of pop culture branded, you know stuff that we latched onto just because it had a certain logo on yeah. it or a certain picture on it when it was just the same as anything else. Oh, totally. E- even now I go through the grocery store I see something with like a Ninja Turtle or Batman on it. It's just like <laughs> I, I'm drawn to get it even though it's just popcorn or something like that. Yeah, but, I mean, like, that's that cross promotion. Like, I know something that's common in America that's not really in other countries is that unless you're in a private school, you don't really wear uniforms. So mm-hmm. back to school shopping for your clothes oh, yeah, that's was true. as big Clothing. of a deal as the school supplies. Mm-hmm. And so like I loved back to school shopping specifically just yeah. for like the new Ninja Turtle shirts I would have or yeah. Space mm-hmm. Jam or whatever it is. Yeah, That was always a fun new time. New pair of Get, pipes. Yeah, new shoes, mm-hmm. new Jinkos. school shoes. <laughs> Yeah. Go to Goodies or J.C. Penney or something. Uh, yeah. I know one thing I was disappointed by once I got to a school with lockers is that you know you, for whatever reason every TV show that had high schoolers it was those long really tall, tall ones high school lockers, lockers. Where you get the whole th- where you get stuffed in them and stuff yeah and no locker I ever had was that big no it was, it was always, half that size yeah, yeah my gym awesome. locker was that big because I played sports but I never mm. had like my actual like hallway locker was always like half that hall it yeah. was never the whole thing 
It was so disappointing. Yeah, which I, I, w- I wish that I could still have a locker just in life. I mean, I guess you have an office now, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. But like, that was the best. Like, you could just like hide whatever you want in there, and it was just like your own little yeah. private apartment at school. It was personalize awesome. it, put yeah. pictures up yeah. or whatever. It was so much pressure of like what you would put inside of it, like what <laughs> oh, pictures yeah. and stuff. What yeah. accessories st- yeah. sets you got to like stack your books mm-hmm. and all that mess. Girls would have mirrors in them. And yeah. Yeah, and you would get excited to open up to see if any girls left any notes, but there were never any. <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever leave a note for a girl in a locker? For a girl, yes. Yeah, I think I did too. You okay. put it through the little like slit or yeah. whatever. Yeah, Which, yeah. What were those breathing for? What was in there? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking that too. It's like it's like they knew people would get stuffed in them, so they had to make them breathe. You got to breathe. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. Did anything ever come from for that? Like, did everything? Anything? Did she ever respond to you? Uh, yeah, there definitely was some response, like uh, back and forth, but obviously it didn't pan out. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I don't think I ever got a response. I think maybe you <laughs> did it once or twice, but it was uh, – I never got a response. It's a worthy cause. Yeah, a worthy if cause. I did get a response, I couldn't open it because of that elaborate folding mechanism that yeah. they always use on the notes and stuff. I can still do some of those. Uh, word of advice though, don't go in right now at your current age, but be putting love notes into lockers at any high school. Just – don't. Oh. <laughs> oh, like right now, right now, don't do it? Yeah. I'll, I'll be you? right back. <laughs> Wes has to so, go get something out of a locker. <laughs> so many to collect, so many different schools. <laughs> Catch them all. Uh, the only thing I had left that I would love to talk about is, did you guys have milk in a bag at your elementary schools? <laughs> no. Yes, yes. You did? Very much no. so. I don't know if we, we discussed we had the this light. anyway. But I think we did discuss this, but I mean, it's worth bringing up again. That was such a pinnacle of my school experience. It's just hard to bypass, but... We had like the envelope box type milk. <laughs> what? It's like a secret letter for milk? <laughs> like you, it, it, it's in the box and like you, the only way to open it was at the top like an envelope kind of thing. <laughs> never, oh, like a milk carton. I've never yeah. even considered it as yeah. an envelope. That is funny. <laughs> and like it would always get gross because like as a kid you're like picking at it and like it would get gross yeah. and like dirty. And so you'd have to drink with this like dirt hole. Oh. Very fresh. <laughs> I like the idea of it being a, a special letter from a cow. <laughs> I have a gift for <laughs> Some moon mail. And I, I, I used to just bring my lunch, but I, I tried to, to buy lunch at lunch only one time in my whole school career. And I never would again because my mom was like, okay, it's Friday. They're going to have pizza at mm. lunch. And I'm like, yes, pizza at school. So I get the pizza and it's – rectangle and it has these like pepperoni dice things on it that's horrible and i contemplated it for a good like 20 minutes and i just ended up not eating it because (laughs) i'm a very picky eater Mm. even about your pizza though yeah in this one case yeah it's like i will normally eat anything pizza related but like that one i I just could not get past school pizza was always the worst and it's funny we always looked forward to pizza day yeah, despite that. It, it, it's, yeah, and we would still eat it up, and, and but everybody knew how terrible it was. But hey, it's pizza, so yeah. And yep. we take it for granted now because like there's all sorts of pizza shapes and sizes or whatever. But at that time, we, we were only used to like the triangle shaped. But like having a rectangle pizza mm-hmm. was just like out of this world, and I yeah. I did not trust it. Yeah, I what? remember. So I was gonna say I think Lunchables came out when we were kids. I don't know. If oh those were yeah, Lunchables. Thing. Yeah, that was but, a big part. I remember eating those all the time. And I think from a kid, I was like, I don't really like this very much. It's kind of <laughs> like eating an appetizer. It's cold. For your whole lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like stacked meat and cheese, which are things that are not meant to be stacked. So there's like <laughs> chemicals separating <laughs> them right. from becoming one fused object. And it just never tasted like food. It is, yeah, kind of a disgusting prospect. I think the reason I liked it for the extent that I I did eventually get there, but 
I did like them. I think solely because they started coming with like a candy bar, like a uh, dessert like a crunch or whatever. Bar. Yeah, crunch um, bar. <laughs> and that always made it worth it for me. And then I saw kids starting bar. when they came out with a Lunchables pizza, yeah. and some kids applying their own sauce and stuff. That always grossed me out, and yeah, I never I like, had one. Well, it's so You're not going to cook it. Yeah, yeah, it's so lazy. Like, go make the food. That's why I paid you money. Like, if I wanted to make it myself, I would have made it myself at home. Like, it's crazy that they can convince us. To <laughs> this do is that. America. I know. I don't make things. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you ever have anything taken up at school and not given back to you till the mm. end of the year? No, I don't think I did. That you was that was always like the biggest deviant. Threat. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, there was, was one time that that happened. Even though I was a good kid and never got in trouble, me and my friend were trading pogs. Yes. And my teacher took them up because she thought we were gambling. <laughs> and I didn't get those pogs till the end of the year. Yeah. Like Pokemon cards, those eventually became contraband in my school. Yeah. Yep. Likewise. Yeah, so I, I yeah. could totally see that. I did a lot of tech decking in, in like, I think that mm-hmm. might have been like early high school, <laughs> like an adult. Yeah. Uh, but I did like a lot of fingerboards and that kind of stuff was really popular in my schools yeah. for oh, some yeah, reason. Totally. Those were wild. Did y'all play any like specific games at school, like crab soccer? Mm. Oh, yeah. Or heads up, seven up. Or yes, for play sure. with the giant rainbow parachute. Oh my gosh, that was the best day every time. It Why happened. was that not every day? That was a lot of work. Yeah, that was way more <laughs> physical education than I would have received. Like yeah. stretching like the, and climbing poles and weird. Yeah, stuff. put the beach balls in the middle and shake it, shake it. <laughs> yeah, that was exhausting in all the right ways. Like, oh, did well, you guys have field days? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man. You didn't have – maybe it was an East Coast thing. My wa- yeah. Yes. My wife has just explained to me what that was. Really? Like, within the year. I had no idea what that, that was. That was the day I looked forward to every year. Because so it was basically like like uh, elementary Olympics almost. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So yeah. explain for anybody that's not so, grown up yeah. in a place so that So field days basically, like you said, were like elementary Olympics. You spend – the whole day okay. you're spending outside and doing physical activity games. Huh. Um, so it, it, for us – it always ended with the best thing, and I'll get to that in a second. But it would always be like relay races, okay. like and like three-legged races, and uh, you know I can't remember all like dodgeball hmm. things like that. Tetherball, and you would uh, your your class would always be a team. I think tetherball might have been one of them. Yeah. Your class would always be a team, and it was like your team competed, and at least this is how how mine was. You okay. would get ribbons like first, second, third place, all the way to ninth place. Ooh. I think ribbons, um, <laughs> it, and it was and we would always end it. On a giant slip and slide. What? Really? That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I guess that was specific to my school in Florida. But Did you guys ever have any really unique assemblies that came to your school? I feel like <laughs> oh, a couple man. of the ones that stick out to me, and then you guys can see I have here. one. <laughs> but uh, there was the yo-yo guy, which I'd never wanted a yo-yo yes, so the bad. Duncan yes. yo-yo guy? Until Duncan yo-yo yeah. guy came and just started to blow my mind with a string of two <laughs> discs of plastic. It was incredible. Um, Absolutely. So that was one. Yeah, I got a Dunkin' Yo-Yo, whatever, tried to make it play sleep. Mm-hmm. They would always sell whatever. it in the school store the day after. Yep. Yeah, and then eventually you buy a yo- yeah. you bought a Yo-Yo at first, but eventually you just had a nut, yes. like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, but then oh, the other nuts. one that stuck out to me, which I think was like you had to sell magazines or something like that. Which is even or like Christmas sense. paper. Yeah, Christmas paper. paper. <laughs> but the reward that you got was like uh, a Weeple, which was basically like uh, a little puffball with eyes that was on a string. <laughs> there was like a little... You guys didn't have these at your school? No. <laughs> budget cuts or something. I, I want you to keep explaining it. <laughs> okay. So it's like a little puff ball, like a koosh ball yeah. kind of thing, but made of just fuzziness. <laughs> and you put little like wiggly eyes on it, right? Keep going. And it has a string, like a little rubber bandy <laughs> string that goes and connects it. And you like every time you sold a magazine subscription, you got one Weeple. 
which is a little you funny got name. Multiple for weeples. So I got like weeples on weeples. Why do you guys not have these, man? It was, <laughs> you guys spent the weeple budget on field day. <laughs> we yeah. had it on weeples. You weird West Coasters. I know our West Coast weeple situation, but like it was totally how we worked it out. And you guys, and eventually you could like get six or seven, or like, and there's like mega weeples, which is like kind of like a big Funko Pop looking one. And they would get to the point where you could like trade it in for like a disc man or like all this other crazy stuff. And it was in- incentive to sell stuff. Okay, I'm going to find a picture of Weeples <laughs> while you guys <laughs> mock me incessantly. Uh, I, I had a, um, a thing that came to my school and it was like – I guess it was kind of like a play or a dramatic uh, play. And uh, Rachel Lee Cook was a part of it. Rachel Lee Cook? Really? Yeah. And, really? And, but it was before she was Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> So like right. she did this performance and then the, that morning or the day after, they, did your school have like a TV show that they like filmed with like two students as like a news segment? Uh, no, I always wish we did. But Me my too. school did not. I didn't either. It was, like a, did, it was like Cougar TV because our, our mascot was a cougar. A, uh, a 40-year-old like, woman. Yes. <laughs> hot moms on there. <laughs> um, but they interviewed Rachel Lee Cook and she was about to be in the new Tom and Huck movie ah. with uh, Jonathan Taylor yeah. Thomas. Uh, JTT. And they were talking about how she got to have a kiss scene with him. And every girl in my school was just like, ah, they ah, like hated her so yeah, much. So, they stormed the stage. And, and then later when she's all that came out, I'm like, that's that girl that came to our school. Yeah. But yeah. That was, oh, that's, that's funny. <laughs> one thing we'll probably get killed for not mentioning is Organ Trail. Oh, of oh, course. Of computer course. lab day. Yeah, computer yeah. lab. Dysentery. Yeah, I played Dr. Brain. Uh, what other ones? They like. There's other things. That there we was something. There was always the super screen, munchers. The screensaver of the merry-go-round. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, there was also a math game called Outnumbered, which I've yet to find someone who remembers that as, as well as I do. But that one was one of my favorites. I played a game called Gumshoe on our DOS computer. That was <laughs> well, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I don't oh, know, yeah, but yeah. I did love the show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Math Blasters, I think, was one of them, too. And there was TV shows that you would only watch at, at school, like Reading Rainbow and Bill yes. Nye and yeah, stuff like that. True. They would always wheel in the, yeah. the, AV the cart. cart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which that was like the best when you walked into your classroom and the AV cart was already set up. It's like, yeah. yes! <laughs> that was like the best day. Those were always the days when I could uh, find a way to sleep and not like ha- I could like hide behind somebody and put my head on my desk yeah. and like a teacher not see it because they're always oh. at their desk on their computer or something while the video is playing. Yeah. That was always nap time for me. <laughs> Which I always wondered what motivated them to show a video randomly because I feel like it would be like just a random Thursday and they'd be like, ah, it's video day. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's a rough Wednesday night. Like what happens? I have, I've figured now just thinking back on it that video day probably 95% of the time was teacher forgot to plan today so we're going to watch a video. Yeah. And in high school it became just we're going to watch a movie. Yeah. But it was like, great. It's a win-win for everybody, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the last things that I remember that just was unique about my school experience is uh, in my history class, I had a teacher named Mr. White, and he really wanted us to like see movies like and, uh, Braveheart or The mm. Patriot, and he'd just edit them down to like this really like 30-minute like, school-safe <laughs> version. Mm-hmm. And, and then he would show- go cook meth. <laughs> Basically, I know, right? Mr. White. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, anyway, it was fantastic because we were like, we're watching Braveheart at school today. And our parents were like, what? <laughs> but it was like, they didn't realize it's like this little 30-minute segment. You know, I actually – none of my teachers ever did that. We always would just watch it uncensored. But uh, <laughs> Georgia school system. Molding um, the young minds yes. of youth. Uh, I don't think it happened so much in Florida, but it definitely happened in Georgia. Um, but I always thought, it's like, why don't teachers just do that? Like put it – you have home editing software. Everybody does now. So it's just, just – like it's so easy to watch the movie and just make sure you bleep out – 
or cut scenes. Yeah. Like, you I mean, that's so much easy for me to say as a video editor, but anyway, <laughs> you're <laughs> a little biased there. Yeah. Um, Okay, I mean, we're, we're way over time here, so I'm just going to cut it off right here. There's so many things we could talk about. I hope you guys enjoyed um, talking about going back to school and also enjoy the fact that you never have to go to school again, which I assume most of you listening don't have to. And if you do, I am so, so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, Billy Madison. There were those fun things that you'll hold on to and reminisce about and things that we'll never get to experience again that we hold fondly. It's true. Uh, Favorite. You got to cherish it. You got to cherish it. You do. Stay here. Stay as long <laughs> as you can. All right. That, yeah, that wraps it up. Um, and I should have said this at the top. But as always, you can um, contact us through at PassForwardCast on Twitter, PassForwardCast at AOL.com. Or a password podcast on Facebook. I think we're also on Instagram. We need to start messing with that some more. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just find us. Uh, give us some of your favorite school memories that we didn't mention. I know there's a ton more we could have mentioned. And uh, we love talking with you guys. So, until next time. Back to school. Back to school. <laughs> to prove to Dad that I'm not a fool. All right, we're going to just do a Billy Madison episode from here on out. Lunch packed up. <laughs> My boots <laughs> tight, tight. I hope, hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back, back to school. All right, this is gone too far. Bye. Later, snorks. Yes, I will go back to school <laughs> and achieve victory. All right. We're here to help you, Billy. <laughs> right, hey, the kids, it's me. I bet, I bet you thought, man, I was dead. <laughs>